Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. So as you can see, I'm like at my school. I'm sorry, I'm doing multiple things at once, and I have a very short time limit right now because I have to hop on a Zoom. Uh, but I'm like three videos behind, and so I don't wanna go a whole week. But this week is crazy because every night that I leave my full-time work, I then go to my university work and it's our show week. So we have late rehearsals, it's tech and dress. So we have that every night leading up to the show, which, you know, leaves very little time when I get home to really like create a video. I could if I wanted to be up to like 12, trying to upload it, download it, uh, and then actually doing the content. And then these past few days, I've been using like this time now to like go run an errand or do some other things that I really need to get done this week that I, that I really can't do like after school and things like that because I got to commute. So this is weird. So since you haven't seen me, I'm trying to fit these videos in because I don't want to be behind um, by Sunday, like five six videos <laughs> and I'm very very committed to the 365 videos at the end of 365 days so I'm trying to stay on top of it as much as possible um but thank y'all for being patient uh sorry y'all if you're looking at me on uh YouTube I need to open up this zoom on my computer that way I'll know if they try to pull up early so Sorry if I'm multitasking, but I've missed y'all. I miss having these conversations. These conversations are like therapeutic to me in a way too, because it allows me to just kind of get my thoughts off, you know, talk about something. And then knowing that people are listening, it, it allows me to funnel it in a way that makes sense. Whereas when it stays in my head, I can kind of go in circles about a thing. <laughs> and sometimes I reach a conclusion. Sometimes I'm not trying to get to a conclusion. Other times, you know, it's just something for me to keep my mind open and, you know, into something productive. But um, that's just a testament to when you really, really want something, you're really committed to something, it's like finding a way, like adapting to the season that you're in. Like this week, um, I usually, from y'all watching my videos, I usually get up at 4 a.m., go work out. Well, this week, because of the dance and tech rehearsal, sometimes I'm getting home like 10, 11 o'clock. So work, I already try not to wake up no later than five. And even though I could sleep till almost six, if I wanted to get to get to work right on time, I just really don't like doing that. And I thought about it this morning and it just didn't sit right with me. Like I just don't like getting to work right, right on time. I love getting to work early. So this morning I still have my alarm set till four, but I was like, I'm asleep to my five, 10 alarm. Cause usually I work out you know, I get up at four and I have a second alarm at 510 to let me know, like if I'm lifting weights or something at the gym um, or if I'm doing Pilates at home, it lets me know at 510. That's when I need to wrap it up. So I have those two alarms set no matter what. But 
yeah, that I keep my 4 a.m. alarm on and I didn't turn it off and I felt pretty good. Like when I woke up this morning, I probably had like four hours of sleep because once I got home, the thing is I still got to do my nightly face routine. You know, I still got to take my makeup off and tie up my hair and take a shower. So last night I got in bed like at midnight. And so I already knew I'm not going to get up and work out at 4 a.m. <laughs> uh, but I still kept my alarm on and I really could have got up because when I got up, I didn't feel really sleepy. But I was like, I'm going to stay laying here because even though I don't feel sleepy, I know my body might feel it later. And, you know, I don't want those problems because I got to be here all day. So um, I decided to stay in bed till 510. I got up. Um, went ahead and got ready, still got to work super early, like at 6.30. We don't have to be here till like 7.45. Um, school doesn't start till 8. My first class isn't until 8.20. So I know you're probably like, girl, I will be sleeping in, but I just really don't like getting to work right on time. Like I, I like being in my space and being able to be in my space by myself for a while even if I give myself time to like get ready at home, there's something about me being able to be in the space that I'll be teaching in all day, like without children as soon as I get here. Um, that's just something I've learned about myself. And you may need to learn those things about yourself depending on what you do, or it may not have anything to do with work. You know, it could be, you know, having to deal with your relationships, just kind of understanding your own boundaries and what you need in different spaces and different seasons. Me and one of my girlfriends was talking this weekend and she's in a relationship and she was just, you know, we were just going back and forth talking about different things. She was like, you know, you know, um, the man I'm with, he loves to talk to me, which is a good problem to have. He loves to talk to me. He talks to me about everything. But since we live together, you know, there are times where I just want him to go do his own thing. She was like, maybe I need to go find some friends. Maybe he needs to go find more friends because she's not from that city. Um, she was like, maybe I need to go find a hobby outside of, you know, him so that I can, you know, get out the house because sometimes I just need to refuel by myself. And I said, that's so interesting because me and her, we could talk for hours, but I think from woman to woman, is different where you can get pumped up, where you can get recharged. Whereas sometimes when we're talking to men, even our, our man, our husband, you know, they may talk about things we don't really care about as women, but we're interested in it because they're interested in it because this is our partner. So they may want to talk about sports or something. And if you're not a woman interested in sports, it's like, okay. <laughs> Like anytime I'm in a sports conversation with a man I was dating, like I'm into it because he was into it, you know, and men do that with us too. Like they probably don't want to talk about shopping and reality shows unless he really watches those type of things. Or you're a woman who watches those things. They don't really care. You know, they don't really care, but they're listening because it's you. So sometimes, you know, in the long run, it could feel more draining than it does refueling because it's taking effort to be in that conversation and so she was learning about herself hey like I I need to make sure I'm prioritizing alone time so I can be available 
you know, for the things that he wants to talk about. And we were just talking about, you know, as women, sometimes it's, it's just so easy for us to nurture any situation. Like nurture, being a nurturer is our default. So if we're in a relationship, if we're a mother, you know, if like I'm a teacher, like we, we want to be involved and present in the space. And I'm realizing as a teacher, if I'm working with kids all day, I'm gonna be irritated by second period if I know like when I got up, I had to rush to get ready and I didn't really have time to like just focus on me. If I had to walk into school and as soon as I get here, I'm walking into kids already needing and demanding my attention. And so I learned that about myself and I had to learn that early on because when I first started working here, I did that, like I, I lived closer one, but I would get here kind of like right on time. And I realized like first period, I was just irritated and it was nothing that the kids was doing. It was like, I realized it's because even if I'm taking time, because then I was getting up early too, and I was making breakfast, I was taking time getting ready. But when I have to walk into my place of work that I gotta be at all day, like I need to be able to be in my space alone for a while before like I'm asked to like be present and turn on for everybody, especially kids, cause kids are naturally needy. But then when you're teaching, of course, like they're supposed to be. So um, yeah, I know this is kind of like a random conversation. So you may reflect on those things too. Like just always be mindful of the energy that you have to give, the energy that you want to give, and the way in which you want to give it. And if you find yourself frustrated in different spaces, you know, or in different relationships or in different times of the day, you have to ask yourself, okay, what is pulling on my energy that I probably need to set a boundary around, you know? Because sometimes that's all it is. Sometimes all it is is that we're extending ourselves in a way that's beyond our capacity at that time or in that season or just kind of overall or it's something that we're not paying attention to that we have a need there that we're not giving ourselves <laughs> and so the environment is going to keep on demanding it and here we are just kind of letting it take us on a free-for-all when we need to say, hey, like I need this time or I need this space or I can't have this conversation right now or I need to make sure so that I am available for X, Y, Z because I signed up for this too. I made a commitment to this too, that this is the way that I can be fully available for it. So I know that I'm still working on setting those type of boundaries in multiple areas of my life. I'm getting way better at it in work because I spend a lot of time working. <laughs> like I spend a majority of my time working, but you know, putting boundaries around that. You may need to put boundaries around your finances. You may need to put a boundaries around how you help people, whether it's financially, materially, um, or even socially through conversation and what time periods during the day. I saw this, uh, it was a screenshot that went viral yesterday. Well, it went viral on Facebook, I guess, among some of the people that I have friends. And it was 
in it was a text message screenshot and on the top of it the one the friend was saying the girl who screenshot it was the responder but the, her friend had texted her and she was like girl let me she used another word though she used the b word she was like girl let me tell you what this man she used the n word what this man did now and the friend responds in the blue bubble and she says look I really don't have time to be listening to you say the same thing over and over again, basically. But she, how she did it, I felt like was kind of messed up because I don't think that that conversation and that boundary being set like that should have been a text. But anyways, she was like, you know, I'm getting, you know, I, I, don't, I don't feel like hearing this. I don't feel like I should keep on giving you advice and you not listening so I don't basically I don't want to hear this but the message was longer like she went off on her friend and her friend responded saying her name she was like dang such and such that was messed up but she said effed up (laughs) and the friend responded like I give you all this wisdom and I don't got time for people who don't appreciate the advice that I give or something to that effect and a lot of people I looked in the comments of course a lot of people had different opinions about it and for one like i just said i don't think her friend was wrong in the fact of setting the girl who screenshot i don't think she was wrong in having that boundary um because me and another girl girlfriend talked about that type of boundary like how do you set boundaries in relationships when you feel like yeah this person comes to me and tells me the same problem and it doesn't really look like they want a solution whether I'm giving them one or not, because I've already told y'all, I stopped giving it unsolicited advice. There's only one thing that'll make me give unsolicited advice, and I only do it once when it comes to a certain situation. After that, I'm going to let you keep lying to yourself. I'm going to let you play whatever role you need to play, because I understand that maybe a lesson, you got to walk out. You know, you got to experience on your own, but I don't give advice anymore unless they ask explicitly. But also, I realized that I had to realize, okay, I seem to be the friend people feel safe with coming to about things too, but I also don't want people to feel like they can come to me with all their bad news every single time or come to me anytime they want to vent and they want somebody who will really listen because that takes effort from me. Even though I feel like that's a skill that I have, I have to realize that that takes emotional effort that takes presence you know to sympathize to be there to listen especially when it's not really positive and you don't you know if i'm not getting paid to do that like a therapist would be because that's their role i don't think it's fair that i'm always the one carrying that and you may be that friend too and other people may feel that way in relationships so i think that's where this friend was coming from to her friend, but I don't agree with that being a text message and that being the first time her friend heard that that's a boundary she keeps crossing. Two, with the friend, you know, um, I think she was really hurt by her friend's response based on what she responded, like, dang, that's messed up, you know, because if she wants somebody to listen, you know, I, I, I talked about this probably like two videos ago. Um, if you look at video either 36 or 37, middle of the road, or the one after that, I think I touched on this where sometimes we have to be aware enough that if we have something heavy, very heavy that we need to talk through, and we want somebody to listen, you know, 
sitting with yourself and figuring out what you need. Like sometimes we vent about the same thing multiple times because we're not sitting with ourselves trying to figure it out for ourselves. Like we'll go to this friend, we'll go to that friend, we'll go to our parents, we'll tell this person and we haven't figured out what we feel about it. And so we go and we vent about it or we talk about it. We really don't want the person's opinion that we're talking to, or sometimes we just want affirmation of what we're thinking, but we haven't really, you know, sat with it and just affirmed it for ourselves. And so what that does is that sometimes you're rehashing the same thing. And if you have close friends, then you end up rehashing that sometimes unbeknownst to you with the same person. You know, and it can be very unconscious and innocent, but that's why I think as as women, we have to either get a therapist if we really need somebody with an outside ear to really listen to us because that's what they're paid to do or start paying your friend to listen. If you feel like that friend is a very good listener, pay them for their time, <laughs> but like go to a therapist so that you could talk through certain stuff so that when you come to your friends and you know, you're just having those friendly type problem conversations they're not getting that same story every single week they talk to you and I think that's fair because you know we all in this situation that we're in right now everybody is growing through something everybody everybody got something on their plate even the people who look super happy everybody got some level of they're trying to work through things stress even if it's a good stress like I feel like right now I'm under good stress because I have a project on my hand and I'm also very busy and then dynamics of the project keep changing that kind of stresses me out. So having to put on other people's problems on top of that, on top of dealing with a cast who, you know, I got to worry about, okay, like I just had a, a dancer who we're in tech and show week, tomorrow is the opening night and you know, her, her grandfather just passed. And she told me yesterday, like if he passes in the funerals this weekend, I may have to get pulled from the show. Well, she plays a major part in my dance. This is the like the week of the show. I don't have an understudy for her. Like, so that's something I have to, I have to figure out. I have to be prepared for. So there are things, there are always gonna be problems picking up, you know, popping up for the people that you love too. So if you always got a problem and then you go to them with all your problems without sifting through it with yourself or going to a therapist and really working it out so that when you come to them, you can at least come to them. Sorry, y'all, that's my bell. You can at least come to them with an awareness of what you need from them. So that way you can ask permission. Hey, I really need to talk through something. Do you have the emotional capacity bandwidth to listen? And give them an opportunity to say, uh, no, nah, I had a rough day today. And if it's real bad, I don't want no bad news. I tell my dancers that I said, don't tell me no bad news today. Like, wait till after rehearsal. And I, I be so serious and they be laughing. But sometimes I just be like, tell me at the end. Like, if it ain't life or death right now, like, tell me at the end so that I can, you know, look at it when I can have time to process that. And I'm learning that about myself. Like, I need to compartmentalize. Like if you tell me a problem right now and I'm already sifting through a problem that needs to be answered in this time, like don't give me nothing else. And sometimes we can't avoid it. Like sometimes we cannot avoid it, but 
when we can and people give us that opportunity to make a choice, whether we want that type of stuff put on us, I think that's fair, you know? Um, so yeah, if you're listening to this conversation and you see that you need to set boundaries with people, places and things, like don't be afraid to do that. Like in the boundaries is not so much what you need them to do. It's like what you what you're gonna have to require of yourself, even if it is speaking up. And then also, if you're the person, because you're the one watching it, if you're the person who like tends to dump on people and you don't realize you're doing it, but this video or this conversation made you aware that you probably do, you probably do go to this friend a lot and vent about your man, about your friend, about your job, and you don't really come with anything positive, um, you might want to look at that. You know, you might want to look at, do I sit with my own problems for a while so that when I go to my friend, even if this is a difficult conversation, it's not weighing on them? Or do I give them the, the luxury of deciding whether they have it in them to listen to this thing that I'm kind of working through? I don't really have a solution. Because I, I think our friends, our family, our loved ones naturally want to be there for us, you know, but we all have limits. And when I saw that text message, I was like, dang, that's probably a friend that she loved and she care about, but she don't want to see her friend continue to make the same mistake and then come to her and want to talk about it. You know, I, I have a couple of girlfriends who, you know, when it came to men, I'd be like, didn't we talk about this? You know, then we, then you, you said this, you said you was going to do this. So you talk to them again, like that's something you can control. So I've learned too, I don't ask about it. If they want to talk about it and if it ain't super heavy, you know, but I don't even probe like, you know, that's on you because also like being your friend, I don't want to see you in a situation that I know is dishonoring you. You know, like that doesn't feel good to me. And I feel like that's where that friend was too, which, you know, ain't her real position. But, you know, I think when we don't have boundaries, we can get to that point where we'll blow up. Like, you're not listening to me. So that's the reason too, I stopped giving advice. Like, because when you figure out like, this person, they, they gotta walk through this on their own. And I've been that way too. Well, people probably told me things and I was just headstrong about what I thought about it. And I had to learn that my way. So, yeah, you got to give people grace to do what they're going to do. And the most important thing is setting boundaries for yourself and um, and being aware of what you need, what was too much, what you can handle and how you how, how you want to show up and how can you create an environment in a practice that allows you to do that. So that's all I have for y'all. I will see you on the next one.